What is going on you guys and welcome back to another video. If you are new to the channel here, my name is Brandon. As always, we do have our investing academy. It's that first link down in the description below if you'd like to go check that out and learn more. But in today's video, we're going over four important dates that you should be aware about as a dividend investor. If you're completely new to the stock market, like if you're brand new to dividend stocks and you know, you're just starting off fresh, you don't necessarily need to know these dates, but certainly as you advance through your investing career, as you get more and more experienced, you're going to come across these terms. You're going to start to recognize some of these dates and by actually understanding what they mean, you can actually maximize the amount of dividends that you receive. So it's very important, very crucial. I'm going to try to keep this video short and sweet for you guys. Very informative. So all I ask is if you do enjoy, give it a thumbs up. That totally does help out the channel, but let's dive on in here into the four dates and those four dates, which I'll pop up on the screen for you guys are what's called the announcement date or the declaration date. You'll kind of hear those terms interchangeably, the payment date, the record date, and the infamous number four, the X dividend date. I get so many questions about this, uh, what it means, how it works. That's exactly what we're covering in today's video. And if you do stick around to the end, we're going to go over some best practices and some ways that you can approach this. So hopefully you guys would want to watch the whole video anyways, but let's dive into those terms right now, starting with term number one, which is the announcement date, or as I said, can also be termed the declaration date. This one doesn't really need much explanation because the title kind of says it itself. This is the date where a company goes out publicly and shares information with the world and their shareholders that they are declaring and they intend to pay a dividend. Typically we're looking a quarter out. And just as a brief reminder to those who are new to dividends, a company is under no obligation to pay a dividend. They have every right to not pay one. They can suspend their dividend. They can raise the, they can raise the dividend they pay out. They can decrease it. It's totally up to them. But one of the onuses that is on them as a publicly traded company is that they do have to make these announcements and the declaration date, which may look a little something like this that you're looking on the page. This is exactly where it states that. And in this case, we're looking at the example of Rogers. Really? I just picked any company out there, but as you can see underlined, this is a post they made uh, out of Toronto, April 21st, 2021 Rogers communication announced that its board of directors declared a quarterly dividend totaling 50 cents, blah, 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 blah. But April 21st in this case is what we would consider the declaration date, or it would be what we'd consider the announcement date. Very simply when the company announces the dividend. Now, the second date that we're going to be covering today also should be rather uh, easy to figure out because the name says it itself as well, but this is what's called the payment date. Now, if we pull up this exact uh, Rogers news release that I shared with you, if we take a look down at the second paragraph of this page, the declared quarterly dividend will be paid on July 2nd, 2021 to shareholders of record on June 10th, yada, yada, yada. But on paid on July 2nd, that's very simply when they intend to deliver these dividends to the shareholders. So if you own shares of this company and you're expecting to receive a dividend, this is the date where when you go into your brokerage account, you're going to see the money actually hit your account. Depending on your broker, you know, there are cases where it can be a day or two late and that all just depends. But nevertheless, payment date is the day that the company intends to actually deliver or send out these dividend payments. Now that leads into number three. And this is what's called the record date. And before we get into the record date, we have to understand that 
every day there are literally millions and millions of shares that are exchanging hands between investors. I'm buying shares, you're buying shares, uh, institutions are buying big blocks of shares and funds maybe, you know, exchanging different types of uh, shares all over the place. And it can be kind of tricky for a company to say, well, who exactly are we making these dividend uh, payments out to? Imagine you buy a stock on the payment date. So you bought a stock and someone sold it to you. Well, who's entitled to that dividend? Well, this is where it comes down to the record date. Now the record date is very simply the day where the company will look at their books. So they'll look at the company's records to identify who the shareholder is that is eligible for this dividend. I don't know if I said that perfectly well, but essentially they're gonna take a look at their books and say, hey, who are we making these dividends out to? This is what we would consider the record date. To bring up the Rogers example just one more time, the declared quarterly dividend will be paid on the payment date, so July 2nd, 2021, to shareholders of record on June 10th. This is typically gonna be a couple or a few weeks before the dividend is actually paid, in this case, you know, three weeks prior or so. But if I can pop up just an example for you, and hopefully this is a good way of displaying it, April 21st is the announcement date when they announce the dividend. Over on the far right, we have July 2nd being the actual payment date when these, date, when these dividends are gonna be delivered. And on June 10th, if you are a shareholder of this stock on the record date, so on June 10th, you are entitled to that dividend that's gonna be paid out a few weeks down the road, in this case, July 2nd. Now, if you buy this stock after the record date, so after they look at their books and they assess who these dividends are coming out to, you will still own the shares, but you will not be entitled to this upcoming dividend. In other words, you need to buy the stock before the record date in order to be eligible for this upcoming dividend payment. And of course, we're just looking at the, the one dividend payment, the next dividend, and then you know years down the road, you're gonna get all those dividend payments, but just for this one that they've already declared, you have to buy it. You have to be a shareholder on the record date. Now, this leads into our fourth and final date that we're gonna be talking about today, and that is the X dividend date. This is typically, in most cases nowadays, it will always be, but typically, one day before the record date. So if I were to pull up this calendar back for you guys, if June 10th is our record date, the X dividend date would be June 9th. Now, of course, if we change these numbers around, we're still going back one day, but what this is telling us is that as of this date, I don't know if this is actually the right way to look at it. I don't know if that's what the X stands for, but I always like to think of it as it's excluding the dividend, X dividend, excluding the dividend from this date forward. In other words, if you buy this stock on the X dividend date or later, you will not be entitled to the upcoming dividend. Now you may be wondering, well, I thought you just said, as long as you're a shareholder on the record date, you're gonna be entitled to that dividend. And I absolutely did. But what you need to understand when it comes to the stock market, when it comes to buying and selling stocks, is that there is a little system we have going on, or not we, but the stock market has going on. It's called a settlement period. Or when you buy and sell stocks, there is, right now, uh, this, does, this is subject to change, but you're gonna hear the term T plus two, meaning trade plus two business days, or two, um, T plus two. T plus two days, meaning that if you buy a stock today, Although in your brokerage account, it's gonna show it, it does populate it up for you right away when you buy and sell a stock, it actually shows that. But the trade does not actually get settled 
for two business days, that's when the actual ownership or the exchange of ownership takes place. So if you want to buy a stock and be eligible and you want to be owning the stock on the record date, you actually have to buy the stock a day before the stock goes ex-dividend or starts trading ex-dividend. In other words, you need to buy the stock a day before the ex-dividend date. On the contrary, just as a little bonus tip, if you are somebody that is selling a dividend stock, let's assume you own a stock in your portfolio and you're looking to sell it, if you can time the stock well or the sale of the stock well so that you can sell it either on the ex-dividend date or after, well, those shares will be out of your hands, but because you were on the company's records as of the record date, you will still be entitled to that dividend. You may no longer own the stock, but on July 2nd or whenever that upcoming dividend payment date is, you are gonna still receive that dividend. So it does go both ways, but the takeaway, if I were to just you know put something up on the screen that you need to remember is that you need to buy the stock before it goes ex-dividend or before the ex-dividend date or the ex-date in order to be eligible for that upcoming dividend. I hope that made sense there. Um, again, I'm gonna try to keep this one short and sweet today, but I do have some things, you know, that uh, I'd like to show you. And actually, I, actually I have um, an example here, just to kind of give some more examples. We're gonna look at the company Fortis. This may help you cement the idea. This dates back to year 2020, but as we can see, it lays it out pretty nicely for us. On the top white bar or line that we're looking at, we have the declaration date. This is when they came out and declared that they're gonna be paying a dividend on September 23rd. The actual payment date, as we can see, was set for December 1st. We see the dividend amount being 50 cents. The record date is November 18th, meaning that, of course, the ex-dividend date is a day before that, November 17th. That's when the stock starts trading ex-dividend. We have to buy the stock a day before that if we wanted to be eligible for that December 1st payment. Hey everybody, it's Brandon here. I'd like to interrupt today's episode very briefly to remind you that if you're looking for more training in the Canadian stock market, don't hesitate to check out our Investing Academy. You can join our private membership group and get access to our top stock picks, trade calls, portfolio insights, and a variety of tools that are helping our members all across the country better their own investing journeys. All it takes is one great stock idea or tip, and that alone can cover years and years of your subscription to our membership group. If you're looking for some additional video training to broaden your knowledge and expand your understanding of the stock market in Canada, we do of course offer a fully video online training program where you can learn from the comfort of your home amongst a variety of students across the country. Both of these products can be found at www.theinvestingacademy.ca where you can sign up for them online or schedule a call with us to learn more. Now back to our scheduled episode. Let's move on to our final section or the last section of this video. And we're gonna talk about some things to know or things to consider when it pertains to ex-dividend dates and when it comes to all of these different dates. One of the questions that is very commonly asked is why does a stock go down on the ex-dividend date? Or why would you see the share price drop when a stock starts trading ex-dividend? And the answer to that is actually quite simple. You will very typically see this. This is actually quite common because if we understand First of all, we need to understand what a dividend really is. I know we see money coming into our accounts and it's all good and dandy, but when you grasp that a dividend payment is literally the company taking their profits, it's what they've earned in the quarter and they're going to be delivering that to shareholders. They're gonna be pushing that out to us 
And the company, therefore, you could argue, and it's actually very fair, seeing how um, the efficient market theory, if you believe in that, which I think is a very fair thought process, says that states that we take in all the available information and everyone's crunching the numbers and trying to put a fair value on a business. If, for example, a company is gonna pay out $300 million in dividends this quarter, and just as a rough example, well, if that money is going out and that's going to other shareholders, it's very fair to see a share price adjusted for that dividend payment. And of course, if a stock starts trading X dividend or past the X dividend date, and you wanna go out and buy these shares, you should be willing to pay less, you know, marginally less, but for the amount ballpark of what that dividend payment is, because you're not entitled to that dividend. Again, you're, you're gonna have the shares even on the, the payment date, but that dividend is gonna be going to somewhere else. So very common to see the uh, share price drop relatively accordingly. It's not an exact science because there's literally a million, you know, trillion factors as to why shares are trading up and down every day, but that's a very, very common thing. Number two um, that I wanna talk about is that although it is important to understand these dates, and as I touched on the top of the video, you can maximize your dividend payments by timing things right if the stars do align. My tip to you guys is don't stress these it's not the be all end all, okay? You don't wanna be making this your sole decision on why you buy or sell a stock and next dividend date. This is actually a pro tip. You know, sometimes I, when I do my stocks to buy videos, I'll get a comment saying, oh, this stock just went X dividend or the stock is, you know, not a good buy right now because of whatever the reason is regarding the dividend. As I touch on every video, that is such a short sighted mindset. And we just talked about in tip number one, how the stock price should, in theory, be uh, adjusted accordingly. If you are a dividend investor and you plan to take this approach of dividend investing, I'd hope that you're coming in with a long-term approach, at least a number of years out, maybe even 10 plus years out. And if you're gonna be receiving dividends each and every quarter, four times a year for the next 10 plus years, ask yourself, is that is worrying so much about the ex-dividend date really gonna make or break you? Hey, maybe for some people it would, maybe especially if you're in a very you know, unique tax situation and you really want to um, be on top of your dividend payments. Hey, maybe in that case, try to line it up. But in my opinion, the tip is don't stress it, but if the stars do align and you're able to either buy a stock prior to it, prior to it going ex-dividend, uh, or in some cases selling a stock um, after it goes ex-dividend, that's, um, take that tip as you will. Number three, do you have to do anything? I know this question is going to come up. Do you have to file anything? Do you have to submit anything to be this? Absolutely not. Everything goes on behind the scenes. This is all automated. We really don't have to worry about it. If you buy a stock prior to the ex-dividend date, they're going to keep track of that. You're going to get your dividend. You don't have to do absolutely anything. Let it do its stuff in the background. Lastly, number four, where can I find information on when these stocks are going ex-dividend or these different variety of dates. And there's a number of different options that you guys have. In the video today, we looked at a number of releases from the company's investor relations page. So if you go to any company's investor relations page, this to me is the most accurate data that you can find. Sometimes if you use like a screener or a platform that draws data from other ones, they sometimes may be wrong, not always, but if you want the most reliable, up-to-date information, go to the company's investor relations page and check out their news releases. It can be a little bit annoying, but that's typically where I would find it. There are a number of different websites that will help you uh, display this. 
one of the ones that I tracked down, actually, I'm looking into this uh, website a little more and more because it is now a partner with Quest Trade or part of Quest Trade, but tip ranks. Up on the screen, I'll show you with tick with tip ranks, they have an actual dividend schedule or a different a different calendar where it shows you all of the stocks, their ex dividend dates, their payment dates, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. You can even go ahead and search a specific company. Let's just go for example with the company uh, Walmart, ticker WMT. And as you can see here, you get a nice, beautiful little uh, display of the next X dividend date, the dividend per share, the dividend yield, et cetera, et cetera. You may have seen some of these in my videos previously, but that's of course a nice little um, display of it. Even sometimes your broker will actually have this for you. I know in Quest Trade, sometimes it pops up when you're receiving a dividend, uh, when there is an expected dividend payment, et cetera, et cetera. But those are just a few tools that you can use. There's a number of other websites too, and feel free to leave them down below if you have some that you'd like to share with uh, the other viewers. But I think that is, you know, uh, I can wrap up the video there by just saying hopefully that displayed for you guys kind of what you need to know about uh, the dividend dates, the ex-dividend date, the record date, the payment date, et cetera, et cetera. Again, as a beginner, is this necessary to know? Absolutely not. There's a million other things you can put your focus on, which will help you become a better investor. But if you want to get a little more granular with it, if you're wanting to kind of dive a little bit deeper with your knowledge, I think it's very fair to at some point try to understand these dates because you can time them a little bit better uh, if you choose to do so. If you guys enjoyed today's video, please do take a moment and drop a big thumbs up because as I said, that is just a great way of showing your support for the channel. If you learn something new, I totally appreciate a big thumbs up. If you're not already subscribed to the channel, we post videos like this every single week, multiple videos a week. You gotta be subscribed to the channel and you have to take a moment and ring that little bell. Otherwise, sometimes YouTube just unfortunately won't notify you. And as always, as I mentioned at the top, we do have our investing academy. If you like learning this type of thing and if you like learning topics like this and just understanding the stock market, click the first link down below because we have courses, we have training, we have a membership group, all sorts of things out there for specifically built for Canadians. You can learn all about that by clicking the link down below. But as always, I thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you in the next video.